You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. It's your boy Tom here and we are back <laughs> with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Oh boy! I hate you. I hate him too. It's ridiculous. How was your weekend? How was your weekend? Well, let, let's let's talk about yours because uh, somebody turned. I believe he turned forty this weekend. Oh, oh what? Now don't don't try to play. I'm the youngest and freshest looking of the the cinnamon <laughs> podcast. I am in my D'Angelo year year thirty four. <laughs> Should be one of the greatest, but since it's D'Angelo's number, I guess that means I'm just going to be fumbling my bag all over the place. You know it. Uh, hey, it's, it's okay. It's, it's all right, though. It's okay. I, I have to say this, though, Tom. Congratulations for reaching 34. Uh, two, how did you celebrate it? So I actually got to celebrate... With my family, obviously, but one of the days that, or one of the things I was doing was playing in a poker tournament. <laughs> I don't know if you guys have, I mean, I've talked to y'all a little bit about playing poker, but uh, I entered into a tournament. I made it to a day two, which happened to fall on my birthday weekend. Ended up catching for $450, so I'll take that. Fun little tournament. Even though first place was 50000 I'd rather have had that. Yeah, but, uh, so, so, so it's safe to say you didn't do very well. No, he didn't. <laughs> I finished 90th out of a thousand, so that's that's still pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it was only 89 people better than you, so I mean, if that's how you want to take that moral victory, you take it. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I I a very great poet by the name of Nelly said, "Nobody remembers two or three or any of those other numbers. What does it take to be number one? Two is not a winner, and three just a beginner." You know, you don't. Hey, my bank account gonna remember that four fifty. That's all I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Bank accounts not. Those kids are. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so this is this is how I'm looking at it. You entered a tournament and won a PlayStation Five. That's but, what you did. Uh, he didn't even have enough for that. Oh. He oh. <laughs> <laughs> was fifty short. <laughs> I know, dang. And, and you gotta get it on the resale market right now, so it's probably gonna be more than that. You, you a hater, Gary. You uh, a hater. He's like, he couldn't even get that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's awesome. So do you do you subscribe to did you celebrate the whole weekend? Did you celebrate the whole month? Did you celebrate oh, on a day? What how does time celebrate one's birthday? I told Cynthia it was my birthday week, so we started celebrating. Well, she didn't start celebrating. Daddy started celebrating all week. But it's more of a joke. We didn't really like do stuff all week. I just kind of say, "Oh, it's my birthday week." The whole week leading up to it. So okay. my question is: Does she celebrate a birthday week? For me or her? Does she? I'm saying for her birthday. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to. I don't know if she is, but her birthday week starts tomorrow. Oh snap! Oh, quick birthdays, huh? Yeah. So yeah, me, her, Braden, we're all Pisces, by the way. So uh, our our household is full of fish. Anyway, do you guys have a birthday tradition or, or anything? Um, we can't talk about that on the podcast. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. I mean, you know, so it's, one, a 50 shades of, it's a 50 Shades of Gary uh, tradition. <laughs> 50 Shades of Gary, huh? So is that, is that all you did, John? Celebrate the birthday? Did you go to any, like, did you do anything that you would for like you. to do? Like, for, for you. you. On your birthday, you know, we, we're celebrating you on your birthday and in a relationship, you know, you, you typically on your birthday ask for stuff that just usually involves you, whether it's like, hey, give me 30 minutes of silent time. Give me let me just be by myself. Let me go get a massage. Let me what did time mentally or subconsciously want that he didn't have the courage to ask his girl to give him? No, actually, that poker tournament would probably have been that because that was definitely you know, that's definitely something I enjoy doing. So that was, even though it was uh, you know something that I won and had to go to anyways, that was definitely something I'd like to do on my birthday. But yeah, besides that, I, she asked me and I told her I just wanted to spend time with uh, her and the kids. Uh, we did you know we're going to an aquarium. Uh, we went to an aquarium, so 
That was fun. That's how uh, it goes for him. I know. <laughs> no, I love I love watching Braden at the aquarium because he is so funny. <laughs> Back to you, Gary. What did you do this weekend? Because obviously Tom had his weekend hijacked by Cynthia. So <laughs> <laughs> Grow a pair, Tom. Grow a pair. <laughs> what did you do this weekend, Gary? Uh, I did not do anything. You know, my typical lay around and do nothing. I actually, no. Let me take that back. I worked outside a little bit because I had rented a bobcat and cleared out a bunch of the palmettos in the yard, a bunch of the trash and knocked down trees and sand piles that were up and leveled it all out. So that was basically what I did. And then I dropped it off at my mom so she could use it for a few days. Gary, I'm a working man. Not really, but Gary. So (laughs) when you say you did this, I know that your dad did this. Okay, he he did do quite a bit. No, 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 no. He did all of it. No, he did all. It bothers me when you say you got out there because I know you, Gary. You you were born with the supervisor's mentality. Hey, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure it's done right. I'm not gonna do it, but I'm gonna make sure it's done right. I did so, have some help. My brother helped, and my buddy okay. Chris helped. So it was more than Who just. Who idea uh, wasn't to us. get in the yard and do this from the beginning anyway? Was well, it yours? Was or was it? Yeah, it looks so much better now. Okay. All right. Well, we we was had it, to was, it, was it Chris with the hot wife? Yes. <laughs> oh. I gotta give him a shout out on the podcast. I always mess with him about it. Oh. Okay. My, well, I mean, I, I, I guess I, I'm going to tell you what I did this weekend. I, and, and I don't know about you guys, but I, I stayed this weekend watching all the everything that I could possibly watch on this invasion of Russia and the Ukraine. And oh, I thought you were going to say the WWE AEW invasion. My bad. What? That was a, that, <laughs> no, that was, it was a no. joke. No, that I, was, was, I was playing the conspiracy theory that time believes. Oh no, that's not gonna happen. I don't think they'll ever happen. Um, but I was, I was, I've been combing all the information that I possibly can, and I still don't understand why Russia invaded Ukraine. It, and and what's crazy is, is I've seen a lot of stuff on social media, and I don't even know enough information to even to even like necessarily comment on it but this is what i took from this though uh you you guys remember uh when we not invaded iraq when we started a war with iraq uh after september 11th um and we went in and there was a lot of other countries and there's a lot of people with conspiracy theories very similar to time that was like oh we only went into iraq because of oil because of gas because of this or because of that and we had all our conspiracy theories as far as like you know the buildings imploding and and whatever the case may be you know you hear all these these uh conspiracy theories that come out of things like this but here's the question that i have for y'all we all know that vladimir putin is a dictator and that he handles things the way that he deemed he thinks he needs to handle them so if you're in the military, right, and everything's going great in Russia and you now have to go to war with Ukraine, you have to invade. But you don't necessarily agree with what the president is saying or even the, your dictator or whoever, whoever's in charge. You do not agree with them pulling the trigger on, on invading another country. What's your next course of action? Because you know that y- your life could potentially be on the line with this if you don't fight. If you don't agree, because you know you, how he uh, handles things, you, so I'm, you, I'm curious to know. Yeah, I'm curious to know. Go ahead, Gary. You, you do what you do. What's said, what you're told, because it's the same thing with our military. There's plenty of people in our military that didn't agree with going to Vietnam and doing all this stuff, but they went anyways because you signed up for it. They have to. I would say that would be question your your father because he is he. What would he do if he didn't agree with something? Did he still do it? Because I feel like he would have because you signed up to do this. It is Now, in Russia, I don't know if they sign up. I don't know if they're forcing the military or they sign up. But I know here you sign up. So if you sign up, you basically sign away your right to disagree. You have to go do it what, what you're told. 
basically. So I think they have to do what said, no matter what. I, I know there's been reports out there that some of the Russians have, have talked to other Russians that are living in Ukraine and said, we're only doing what we're told. We don't want to do this. We just have to because that's what we're told. So it's interesting that you brought that up because it, it's, I think there's, there's plenty of people in Russia that don't want to invade. I think it's more right. of Putin's thing. But I, I will comment on what you said. I don't know as much about like why they're doing it, but I know obviously Ukraine was part of Russia before the Soviet Union fell. And I know Putin does not want Ukraine to join NATO because now they have allies. They want them by themselves. And I think the, the chance of them joining NATO was what caused a lot of this to start because they didn't want him to have Ukraine to have allies. And I think that was the reason why he wanted to do it. And he's threatening all this stuff. I don't know if it's empty threats or not, but who knows? Hopefully it's empty threats. Hopefully nothing like that go pops off. So we don't have a world war three because that would not be good because a nuclear war would not be good. But uh, yeah. I do want to comment on the Ukraine president because I think he is the type of leader you want. Uh, I don't know if anybody knows about him, but he was a TV actor before being a president. He was a TV actor. He played a president on TV. Uh, he was a uh, he was in a Dancing with the Stars, a Ukraine version winner, and and he was that parlayed him into being president. He was also a comedian before he became president. And I think one thing about him that I really I've read about recently was when he took presidency. In Ukraine and all these other countries, they usually, like in the political offices, they have the president's picture in their office. Well, he said, do not put my picture in your office. Put a picture of your family and look at that before you make decisions on policies and stuff like that. Because now it's going to truly show how it affects your family, not about me. And I think that's a true test. And I think he's showing the type of person he is when the fact that us, America's like, hey, we'll fly you out, which is such a... Just because the guy in Afghanistan did that doesn't mean that everybody needs to do that. You're basically just giving up if you fly him out. The fact we offered that, I don't know if I agree with that, but that's another topic. But the fact that he said, hey, I don't need a plane. I just need ammos. I don't need a, I don't need a plane ticket. I don't need ammo. That's such a ballsy statement. And the fact that he's staying there and fighting, I think that's the type of leader you want in charge. Okay. All right. Time. So you're telling me essentially that we need to have The Rock as our president. No, that's not what he said. We don't know that's, if The Rock would do that, sir. You, you're we, you're making we, assumments. Yeah, we didn't. That's well, not what um, I'm saying. He said he was an actor, comedian, all this. The stuff. Rock has never been a comedian. What? He's an the actor, not a comedian. He's hilarious. He's Tom, yeah, part comedian. Tom, you your president decides that he wants to go to war. You don't necessarily agree with it, but you in the military, are you carrying out your plans, or are you gonna show up and say, hey? I don't agree with this. Send me back home. I'm not going over there. How are you responding to your commander in chief uh, telling, giving you your orders, knowing that you don't agree with the orders that you've been given? I mean, I'm kind of in line with where y'all are at, where if you're in the military, it seems like that's what you signed up for. So you have to. Here's the other thing that I think about is like, you know, we see we see our side of it. So I want to know what are they telling their citizens as to why, you know, they are invading. Because you got to remember, back whenever we did, you know, Iraq, um, you know, obviously the Twin Towers thing was huge. But a lot of people, you know, were like, are we invading just because of oil? And then so people were like, I don't really think that's a good reason. And so you had people that weren't on board. And maybe to the, you know, the countries overseas, that's what they saw it as. Maybe they did see it as America was invading because of oil. Whereas... We all took it as, oh, we're invading because they came and attacked us in Shower Tower. So, like, what mind frame is Russia and the people in over there? Like, what are they telling them as to why they're right. invading? That would, that would be interesting for me to see because, you know, we get the, you know, the American spin on everything, I feel like. Uh, so, I, that's what I wonder. I, I, and, like you said, I hadn't really been able to research too much of that. But, uh-huh. like, cause, you know. Let's I, I, let's just like play it from that side. What if they're, you know, Russia's like we don't want Ukraine um, doing that because we're trying to keep our, you know, Russian heritage alive. Whatever, whatever. I don't know what it is. I'm just saying, but like, how are they feeling right. to their people? You know, right. <laughs> to make so, them okay with. 
Right. So so when we when we when we talk about it, I, and and this is the only reason why I asked this question, is because it kind of goes back to to this. I've watched a lot of TV shows, a lot of TV shows, and a lot of my research comes from TV shows because you know when you start seeing a pattern in TV shows, there has to be some truth to it. I'm not saying that it's all true, but there have to be some truth to it. And 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 what I mean by some truth to it is I like these soldiers that are fighting that are invading Ukraine are we would say are bad people. But if they're just carrying out orders, then I mean, is it Vladimir Putin that needs to get all the 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 hate and everything for making this call? Because I remember, you know, we invaded Iraq, you know, our president got a lot of heat for it. But it wasn't a lot of negative heat. This is one of the very few times where, I, granted, you know, invasion and war, nobody wants war ever and in and anything. But from what I've heard on the radio stations uh, this morning and throughout since this invasion happened, is they're comparing it to Russia invading. Like it's like somebody invading their grandmother house because Ukraine doesn't have the proper uh, military forces and things of that nature to fight. Uh, someone like Russia or anybody for that matter, because they don't have the military arsenal to do it. Hence the president saying, you know, send me ammunition, not a ride. Uh, so it's it's very interesting that, you know, Russia out of all people would do something like this because they're considered one of the powerhouses in the top five as it relates to countries. Yeah, and From I think, I think like, to your question of like, or to your comment about the, should we hate the soldiers? I don't think it's about the soldiers because they're not, they're just carrying their other orders. It's the same thing we had with Vietnam. The soldiers were getting hated on, spit on because they were going over to Vietnam, but it wasn't their choice. They just had to do what they were told because that's what, when you're in the military, that's what you have to do. Cause you're expecting that they're looking after your best interest as, as military. They're expecting that you're looking after the country's best interest and the safety of, of your citizens. And that's what you're being told and what you're told. So that's what you're expecting to go do. Whether you agree or not, that's what you're supposed to do. So I think you can compare that aspect of should you hate the soldiers? I don't think it's about the soldier. I think it's the person making the call because the soldiers okay. have to do what they're told. It's not about what if they just all, like you said, in Russia, if they all just said no. Well, I'm pretty sure they would all be killed. Right. Because that's the way it right. works as a dictator. He has that power to do that at times because he has so much control there. Now in the U.S., obviously, if that happened, it wouldn't work. But then, it but if they all say no, if they all say no, who's going to kill them? But you also don't think all of them's not going to say no because you still have your loyal supporters <laughs> of them. So that's the thing. Not all of them are going to be against yeah. it. You have there's probably going to be a good 50-50 split in that. Some half of them probably don't want to do it. Half of them are all about it because. Let's, let's be real. Some people enjoy trying to kill people. It's, it's, it's that's yeah. who they are. So it's an unfortunate aspect that this is going on, and hopefully it gets resolved as soon as possible because we do not want a war, and uh, it's an unfortunate thing. So, so with that being said, I, this is this is what this is <laughs> this is what I've been trying to understand for the life of me. And maybe, you know, somebody listening to this podcast or somebody on this podcast, whether it's you, Gary, or time can help me with this. Everybody around the world wants United, the United States to intervene. Why would they want us to intervene when they could do the same thing that they're asking us to do? It's you see because, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, and, why, and, and not only that, like, I, you know, I, I, I get it. This is, I, I look at it like this and I may be looking at it from the wrong lens. So I'm, I'm trying to get you guys to help me look through it through the lens that I need to look through it. But I, I look at it like, you know, if I'm outside and I see, you know, two complete strangers that I don't really have a relationship with or don't know, and they get into a fight or an argument, then, you know, y'all got to work that out. I, I don't really know what's going on. That ain't got nothing to do with me. So I'll use your same example, what you just said. So imagine you see two people fighting. One of the people actually really hates you. The other person, they tolerate you. They're fine with you. They don't have goods or bads, but one of them really hates you. And if you intervene, we're going to do, they're going to come after you and your family. That's basically what Russia is. So Russia doesn't like us. 
they don't have a relationship with us. Ukraine, they want to be part of NATO, which is part of us, because NATO is part of the U.S. and all the other countries that are in. So Ukraine wants to be part. Russia doesn't want that because Russia doesn't want another enemy. And I think the biggest thing with that is like we everybody looks to us because we have one of the strongest militaries in the world, if not the strongest. So I think they want us to intervene, but it puts us in a tough face because if we do intervene in certain ways, it could start a nuclear war. And that's the that's the balance you have to try and find is like, what can you do? Which they're putting sanctions, but sanctions. I know it takes time for sanctions to work. Yeah. I don't know if Ukraine has it time. I don't. I don't know what. I don't think we can send soldiers. I think we can. I think other countries can send soldiers, but I don't think the U.S. can because if the U.S. does, I think that's what starts the war. I think if like Poland or France or somebody like that sent soldiers, I think it would be a little different than us sending soldiers because we're such a bigger, a bigger player in the field. I think Russia would definitely take offense to that, and then that would probably start a nuclear war, which is we do not want. Right. Okay. That makes sense. I have a question for you guys. I have a question for you guys. Do you think this whole deal plays out any different if Trump is president instead of Biden? No. I only ask that because I've seen plenty of people with that like meme where it's like the bat signal, but it's Donald Trump. Well, I don't know if it would have – the thing is I don't know if, if they would have invaded – uh, because Trump was already doing things to like limit Ukraine, and there wasn't like they weren't attacking. But we like we don't know. We don't know if Trump and Putin are friends. We don't know of any of that stuff. But we didn't have any of that. Like Putin could have invaded during thing. I think he waited till Trump was out because I guess maybe they're friends or whatnot, and then started. And it could also be who knows. It could be a ploy to get Trump back in office in 2024. We have no idea. The relationship between them. I would hope that's not the case. I would hope Trump's not like that with Russia because Russia is a uh, whole nother level of crazy over there. Um, but uh, who knows? That's the thing is we just truly don't know. I'm not yeah. going to say that it wouldn't have happened, but we don't really know. Yeah, what what is is that it has happened and we're dealing with it as it has come. And I, I, I wouldn't, I couldn't imagine being the president of the United States in the midst of a potential world war starter. Like you got the kindling wood, you got the gasoline, you got everything that you need to start a world war except the fire. And you don't want to be that spark. And I, and and I get what you're saying, Gary, if we put troops on the ground over there, it, it could be that lightning rod that sends us into a world war. Now, here's the thing, though. This is the only horrible part about it. It's not a question or not on whether or not we can win the war. It's a question or not of how many people are we willing to lose to win the war? Well, I don't even think that's the question. I think the question is because if we went to war with Russia, it might be a nuclear war. Nuclear that's what war I'm saying. You're going to lose the, a lot. the whole world. Yeah. It, so that's that, the problem because Russia has just as many nukes as we do. That was not a good uh, good thing to start. I think like like you could start wars with other countries that don't have the nukes or going to do the nukes because then you have that upper hand. But when somebody has just as many, you're not trying to start that war because that could basically be a world ender, and you don't want that. And I think that's the crazy thing. Now the only now on the flip side, if Russia takes, maybe we take maybe China takes Taiwan now because Taiwan says they're independent. Now they go and take them. Uh, maybe North Korea decides we're going to take South Korea because nobody stopped Russia from doing it. Now, granted, some of those are part of NATO and stuff like that. So it would re- involve a response from us because they're NATO partners. It, we're forced to do it. So, But it could just put people in mind. And what would stop Russia from stopping at Ukraine? If they take Ukraine and nobody intervene, what would stop them from taking other countries that aren't in NATO? There would be no deterrent if nobody's going to stop. Why would he stop? If, oh, nobody touched us with Ukraine, well, we're going to take this country. They're not part of NATO, so NATO's not going to do anything again. And then now you really have taken over different countries. And that's something that hasn't happened, hasn't tried to happen since the Second World War. And that's what's crazy, man. In my lifetime, this is the first time that I've I've witnessed or come in contact with, like, somebody merely just trying to take over a country just to take over a country. This is crazy right. to me. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's what I did this weekend. I just watched that and Hold on, just, before we move on, move on. Did y'all hear that? That's my tinfoil hat Is going on. Conspiracy helmet? Um, that's yeah. my conspiracy helmet going off. I gotta ask y'all boys. I gotta ask y'all boys. The conspiracy streets are clamoring. Is this how COVID ends? With this war being the big news press conference or big news of uh, the world, and then we're going to wake up one day and COVID's all of a sudden going to be over. I do think, as you see, all the states are lifting the mask mandates indoors and all that kind of stuff. I think it, I don't think it truly ends until the vaccines aren't required for working. I think that's when it would truly end and until and like going on trips and stuff like that until that isn't no longer in place in other countries and stuff like that. I don't think COVID truly ends until that's gone. But uh, I think it, in the U.S., I do think that's going to be a way to, to distance itself from it. And uh, it is interesting. I, I don't know if it, I don't know. I don't know if COVID will be gone or not because. We got midterms coming up. The, the, I don't know if this is going to be a rally call for midterms or whatnot, but I don't think it can be a rally call because I think everybody's together on this. I think both Democrats and Republicans both denounce what Russia is doing. So I don't know you can use it as a rally cry for your party in general, unless like Republicans will use it that Biden's not doing enough and Democrats will use it as we're doing what we have to do. And so I think that's the only thing, but both of them are disagreeing with what's going on. But it is midterms coming up. So I know every time there's midterms or elections, something pops up for it to be a political debate. So that way one side can favor the uh, over the other. I like it. So D, what about you, D? <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to switch gears. I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to switch gears. Because hey, that's what this one <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm hitting you with the swerve, man. I'm gonna hit you with the swerve because I've I've had this on my mind for quite a long time, and I think you're gonna like this one, time. I think you're gonna like this one too, Gear. So let's just name some great basketball players: Hakeem Olajuwon, uh, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jordan, Pistol Pete. I'm talking about some of the old guys: Bill Russell, Bill Chamberlain. Um, a Wilt Chamberlain. Give me some old guys that were like absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Magic Johnson. Um, Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Uh, maybe uh, uh, you can't leave out Wes. Um, the the logo. Jerry West. Yeah, you can't leave out Jerry. So, so let's just think about this in terms of every generation. Do you agree whether it's a football player, whether it's a basketball player? whether it's, you know, the Ukraine president every so often or every century or every generation, we have new heroes, right? That we look up to like my hero was Michael Jordan as it relates to the NBA times is LeBron James. Uh, Gary, yours is Michael Jordan as well. You know, but if we go to some of the older generation, it's Bill Russell, it's Kareem Olajuwon, it's Shaq, it's, it's uh Wilt. and will you know y- y- every Jackie generation moon. J- Jackie moon I, I I'm a, no, let's go to not the tropics let, let's go to football <laughs> let's go to football I think the greatest football player of all time pound for pound is Barry Sanders uh if I ask you Gary to be somebody different if I ask you time it'll be somebody different we all agree with this right correct you you agree time uh, correct. Uh, okay, yeah, so, I, I, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we go, we go baseball. Uh, Babe Ruth is the only name from like the '30s that continuously come up. There's a lot of people right Joe now. Joe DiMaggio. That, right, Joe. Let's just say Joe and and Babe. They come up routinely on being the, the greatest, channel. but nobody's ever watched them play. Correct. People have watched Aaron play. People have watched. Uh, uh, Mark McGuire play. They've watched Sammy Sosa, Ken Griffey. Right. You. Every generation, there's a new, there's a new hero to latch on to. Right. So, with that being said, do y'all agree? Correct. You you agree, Tom? Yep. Yep. I agree. Okay. 
So this is the main reason why I want to overhaul Black History Month is because every year, year in and year out, it's the same heroes. Harriet Tubman. It's we never, ever, ever get that. Like, give me, give me some people now that are thriving. Give me, give me, give me, you know, uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Give me, give me people right now in Black History yes, Month. Boy. Black History Month that 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 can be my heroes today. That here recently. Like, why all my heroes? Why most of my heroes have to be slaves? You see what I'm saying? Because but, doing but Black what History you're saying, Month, that, that, that's Black Present Month. I, February 1st through February 28th, we get you know Mississippi Burning, we get Roots, we get we get all these Black movies that are showing us in bondage, showing us like slaves, like Harriet Tubman. That that's supposed to be, that that's that's our hero. Yeah, you're right. She is. She's our Hakeem Olajuwon. But now there's people after her that have come after her that did some remarkable things that we, I mean, I'm not saying that she needs to be replaced, but let's talk about some of the new stuff that's going on. Let's talk about Colin Kaepernick. Like, I understand that nobody agreed with some of the things that he said, but he's a great, he's going in our history books. He's going to go in our history books as going down as one of those that, that fan the flame to get the fire started or keep the fire started that was started by Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, uh, you know, some of our mega Evers, some of our older, uh, you know, Hakeem Olajuwans and some of our older Barry Sanders. And that's what I mean by we need an overhaul because I, I want I want Black History Month when it comes in February 1st to February 28th to show I understand that slavery times wasn't a great time for us. But if you're going to tell me as as black people that we are strong, we thrive in, you know, harsh conditions and all of this. Show me when we did that, because all you showing me now is that we used to be slaves. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But even like you said, show them that you did that. Well, they some of that stuff they do show. They show how they overcame slavery in time. Harry Tubman stood her ground and, and changed the way things work. Malcolm X and Martin Luther King went against the grain and stood for what they uh, stood for what they believed in, and that's overcoming that adversity. I think they're showing you that you can. It's not always just negative, right? But but what I'm saying is is that the progress that we made from slavery times up until Malcolm X and Martin Luther King, and it is drastically slowed down. drastically slowed down. And why has it slowed down? Because things have been muffled from a standpoint of if I regurgitate the same thing every year, there'll never be progress. We'll always, you see what I'm saying? Like, it's just, what we do is, is we wrap up February 1st to the 28th. We have our days. We know exactly what we're going to do on those days. And we keep a status quo. We don't ever change the people that are in it. And we give you the same thing every February. Same thing, same thing, same thing. There's no updates. So there's no progress being made in that month of February as it relates to Black History Month. And I feel like we could do some so, more things in there to to, uh, to to help out black people. So are you saying that that you just relive the past and you're not trying to move forward. And that's why you just keep bringing up the old, the older stuff that happened. Or do you think it's more of teaching the newer generations what's what happened. So they include, but like you said, I I can see how maybe you do, maybe you do the first half of the month. You're just, you're explaining the older stuff. And then the second half you're doing more, but I also don't think it should just be a month. I think, Blackish should be tall all the time. It shouldn't just be a month. I, I don't think it should just be one month. I don't like, and I don't know. I don't know if you you don't get rid of it, but I don't think it's something that it should just be. Oh, we're only going to limit to a month, or we're going to teach it. I think it should be taught year round. It's it's, it's history. All history right. should be taught year round, though. Well, well, well. What you have to understand, and this is what I find it to be very interesting, is that we get a month for Black history. When I say we, I'm talking about Americans. We get a month, February 1st to February 28th, when it's American history, 
on what everybody endured because I'm American. You're an American and everybody that that was brought over here was eventually an American and mm-hmm. their descendants and everybody after that has been that as such. I, I'm not saying that I want to I wanna get rid of Black History Month. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I want to overhaul it to show the strength and the perseverance that we... See, this is, this is why it's interesting to me, because I have biracial kids. And for the month of Black History Month, you know, we... Not even Black History Month, just period. Just period. When we watch movies, or whether it's, you know, slavery movies or... Movies where, uh, like, I have to understand, like, I have to explain stuff to, like, my kids. Like, you know, somebody walking and uh, walking down the street, and another person walking down the street, and they say, "Hey, how you doing?" And then all of a sudden, that person is in handcuffs and all of that. And my daughter's like, "Hey, what happened, Daddy?" And I'm like, "Well, you know, back in those times, you know, people had conflict with, you know, the color of people's skin." And she was like, "Well, I don't understand." And having to get her to wrap her mind around that was something that was very interesting to me because it it, it hit me like this. It's not something that my 11 year old should have to wrap her mind around because that's not something that she's going to experience from a standpoint of people not liking her for her skin and actually like doing something to her. You see what I'm saying? Like not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm 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 talking that's why it's important to still have all that, you know, the past history and, um, you know, you got to know where you came from to know where you're going type thing. And, you know, I kind of agree with Gary that should be taught year round, but also <clears throat> I've gone back and forth because, you know, having Black History Month is, you know, good for, hey, let's put the focus on Black History. Let's, you know, amplify it. If that's what we're doing and still teaching you know, black history year round. That's cool. But I don't think it should be exclusively taught in, you know, February, like Gary said. But no, the other no, thing no. about that I'm, is, but what I was going to get back to my original point was like with the updating, I'm fine with updating the, you know, black history month. Of course you want to, and I think you will see that the more, you know, people grow up in, in schools, I'm sure you will see, you know, Obama handouts, Kaepernick handouts, where they talk about stuff that they did. But, I still think you need to tell the stories of, you know, Harriet Tubman, uh, George Washington Carver, Jackie Robinson, all those people, you know, just talking about where people came from, because that's going to just set you up for knowing, like, why things are, you know, because let's call it is. There's still racial tensions to this day. It's It's going to always be. It's going to always be. Right. So you you said she might not experience it to that degree, but she's going to experience it somewhat because there's still people that are alive that they're that own slaves or parents own slaves you know so, so like right <laughs> it is what it is you, you still got to teach all that stuff yeah I, i'm not saying that you don't teach it what i'm saying is is we overhaul it to where it because this is this is what i'm finding out if i'm a six or seven or eight year old uh caucasian kid and and it's black history month and during this Black History Month, all you showing me is slavery movies of, you know, us. And do you not think that from that fragile mindset, especially if it's a kid that don't answer questions, don't ask questions, just kind of kind of figure it out on their own. You don't think that it's it can sway their opinion on what they think or continue that that crazy like, oh, we didn't like what. Why, no, I, def- I definitely see what I'm saying. You can make it age appropriate and figure out what that looks like. Um, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of in line with you know a big another big topic of you know discussion is when do you introduce like gay or transgender to the younger generation? At what point are their minds able to handle that versus you know balancing out? Well, what if there is a kid out there that's experiencing these feelings? They don't know how to deal with it. You know what I'm saying? So like every kid is going to develop at a different rate obviously right depending on what they're exposed to right right so i think you're just trying to find something that you know works generally but then just but you don't want to just like disclose you know discard it to everyone just because you know it might hurt some feelings or 
be hard to take because, but you know, it's, it's, it's difficult because you know, kids, everybody loves their kids. Everybody wants the best for their kids. Right. And you know, you don't, you don't want to expose your kids to more than they can handle, but you also don't want them to be sheltered or to the point where to the situations that right, are going on in life. Exactly. Right. Uh, and I, and I totally understand that. I, I, Gary sent me a text message about a show, uh, that was, uh, that was interesting. Let's just say that. And we'll just keep it there. Uh, that was interesting. And the reason why it was interesting and it really, it really interests me. How can you show somebody that what they did was bad without coming off as the very thing that you're telling them that they were bad at? You see what I'm saying? Like, how can I show Gary or Tom or anybody else racism that has been shown towards me without me coming off as racist while I'm showing them what racism looks like? You see what I'm saying? I, you want me to give you an example? I, I, I'll give you an example. So if I, Gary, for instance, uh, I tell Gary, hey, Gary, man, I'm tired of you acting the way that you've been acting. He's like, hey, bro, what do you mean? How am I acting? And I was like, bro, you acting like this. And I give him an example of how he acting. And he goes, I can't believe you just mocked me, bro. Like, I can't believe you just did that. Like, that's not how I act. And I was like, bro, I'm telling you how you're acting. And now we're arguing over the fact of how I perceived how perceive it. Yeah. yeah, how I perceived it. That that's what I, I don't know if that's a good example because telling somebody, telling somebody how they're acting is not the same as acting the same. No, no, no. You get so so if I if I if I for instance, um, if let's just say I'm a black woman, right, and I'm tired of Caucasian women touching my hair because that's just something that they want to do because my hair is like some unique style or flavor or whatever it is. And I decide, hey, I'm going to put out a PSA telling people to stop touching my hair. OK, I put out that PSA to everybody that don't know what I've gone through. I'm going to come off as like something that I'm not trying to be. You get what I'm saying now? I, I think nobody understands what I'm going through. Well, I think that would also be a negative aspect because you're just assuming everybody wants to do it. Was it didn't happen to me enough to where I have to put out a PSA. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I kind of, like when we went to China, Gary, and you know this. Yes. When we went to China. We got off the plane. Uh, and 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 I don't, I don't know for what reason. I felt like every Chinese national touched my hair because they had never seen. That like, is correct because they don't have very many black people in China. Right. Right. If I decided to put out a PSA like, hey, man, stop touching my hair to the people that wasn't there, they'd be like, bro, that's kind of. That's obnoxious. Like, why would you have to put that PSA out? Nobody. You see what I'm saying now? Like now my image or everybody's perspective is like, damn. But literally when I got off the plane and we were walking, every time I walked by somebody, they'd grab my hair. And I'm like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> Gary thought it was funny, but it was got annoying as hell. <laughs> it was annoying as hell, bro. <laughs> but now if you put that PSA out, there'll be people that don't understand you and then there'll be people that's just like oh that's really cool hair that applies to them so so how do you reach the 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 demographic that you're trying to reach without upsetting another one you get what i'm saying now time and not come off as the very thing that you're trying to prevent for other people and then and and then it's not just hair it's just racism for instance uh if, I'll give you, I'll, I'll make it super simple. How do you, how do you, uh, call out another race for being racist and then blame every, every person of that race? Because now you're being racist for blaming every other, everybody that they're all the same. Now that's being racist by just judging everybody and calling them all the same thing or calling them all a, if you're calling them all racist or all white supremacists and all that kind of stuff. Now you're being racist towards them, but it was only a select few. That's, that's, I think that's basically what he's trying to say is if, if a select yeah. few are doing it and you say all of them are doing it and you're calling out that select few, but you say all, then now you are being racist at the same time. Well, see, that's the thing, though, Gary. Uh, all is subjective, though. Like all is just a, a matter of 
of choosing the right or wrong word at the right or wrong time. So if I say all, well, all the all the ones that are you getting I come into stereotypes that? Say it again. I said, with that, aren't you kind of getting into like stereotyping? Well, it's not that I'm getting into stereotypes. But stereotypes is behind as is, is race behind them too. Stereotype right. all stereotypes have a form of racism right. behind them. But but here's here's well, here's the saying. thing. Here's the thing about that though, Tom, and this is what I'm starting to understand. Just to, as the the longer I live, like you're 34 right now, but the longer you live, you'll you'll get it. And, and understand that when you try, if every time I go to the store, Tom, every time I go to the store, the cart boy, every time I go to the store, the cart boy, he grab a cart and brings it in the store. Every time that I go to the store, every, and it's, it's only me, then I'm going to associate him bringing the cart in with me showing up because that's the only thing that I can relate it to because every that, time I show up, that's, you see what I'm saying? So, Oh, every he, time he knows you're gonna leave your cart in the parking lot. That's why he does it every time you show up. Yeah, but I I don't know for what reason why he's doing it. <laughs> I I don't know the reason at all. We do this all the time. We get into a habit of doing stuff or seeing stuff, and then we just come up with our own mental analogies on why people are doing it, and then we act accordingly because we'll see what we want to see within stuff. So even if you're not racist, and I want you to come off as racist, I'm gonna see that. Uh, and in the other way around, uh, you know, if I don't want to see you as racist because I know you on a deeper level, then you'll never be that to me. All I'm saying is, is it's very hard and difficult to show somebody to show somebody what they're doing to you is wrong without them coming off like, man, you know, that's jacked up that you we do it all the time, Tom, in our in our everyday lives. All right. Whether it's whether it's your wife or girlfriend or whoever she or he is in your life, like it's okay for them to do it, but the moment you do it, it's an issue. Like we do it all the time. Well, this is we 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 judge people and situations based on our experiences. Yes. So yes. And and with that being said, Tom, I I want to I want to pause you there right now. Uh, I'm gonna tell y'all a story, and um, it's gonna I think it's gonna be a good one. It's a bike riding story. So uh, it was a guy. His name was Shocker. Uh, we we do a Monday night ride, and the first group is super fast. They average twenty four to twenty six miles an hour. Uh, I usually go in the second group, which is like twenty two, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. And he showed up. He hadn't been riding long at all, like a couple weeks, uh, I think, or maybe a couple months. He just he wasn't a seasoned rider, and he was like, "Man, I think I'm gonna go with the first group." And I told him, I said, "Hey, man." You don't want to go with that first group, man. He was like, I think I'm going to try, man. See how long I can hold on. I said, nah, man, you don't even want to do that, man. They're just going to drop you, and it's just going to be bad, man. You might as well just go ahead and start with us and don't even worry about it, man. You, It's going to take you years before you could do that. So the first day he did it, he got dropped like six miles in, and I told him. I said, hey, man, I told you. Go ahead and get on. And, you know, I was just – I went home, and I told my wife. I was like, yeah, see, I knew it. I, I don't know why he – the next week he came – he stayed on the whole the whole thing and he com- he completely finished it. Didn't get dropped, actually led it. And he came to me and he was like, hey, man, you know, I did the ride. And I was like, dude, I'm proud of you. And I went home and I told my wife, I said, look, I said, I, I had to apologize to a guy today because I told him he couldn't do something because I couldn't do it. You know, I limited him based off of my limitations and not his. And so I. I'm I'm working on that from a standpoint of I'm gonna stop telling people what they can't do. I, I'm just gonna tell people what I can't. I can't do it. Like you, I, you right. You you probably can, but I'm just letting you know I can't do it. And we base a lot of our information and a lot of our answers and stuff, and we we point people in the direction of stuff that we can do versus stuff that they 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 could or couldn't do. You see what I'm saying, time? So I was telling him that he couldn't do it. Because I couldn't do it, and I was considering myself better than this guy, because he had only been riding for X amount of days, months. So it just so it he really enough. humbled you. Oh, he one hundred percent. We get it all the time, though. We get it all the time. We yeah. tell people what they can't do all the time, and they go out and do it. But it's all based on our limitations, not theirs. And that's something that I've been working well, on as I've grown older. <laughs> 
But you know, it's something that goes into that too. Is like, did did he ask you for your like opinion? Like, do you think I could do the first group, or you just offered it? Well, well, when he came in, he was like, "Hey, man, what group should I go with?" And I was like, "Well, you don't want to go with that first one, man. You want to go with that right. second. And but he asked me why. That's thing that's wrong because you're giving your experience, your knowledge on what's going on. Yeah, but I, I here's the thing though, Tom. I really meant everything that I said though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I really <laughs> meant like, bro, you you in over your head. You ain't this ain't this ain't for the easy. Yeah, I meant I everything I said. You're right. The first time and. You know, maybe he, he used to ride in the past and he came back and, you know, and he's he's good now. But I think your advice and offerings from what you told from your experience is still true. and doesn't mean that you don't need to share that if somebody asks you for your opinion. Like, hey, in my opinion, I would start with us today, especially if you, you know, are, are just getting back into it or, yeah. you know, if you had not ridden because you were right. He didn't survive day one. Maybe he went out and trained all week. Maybe you didn't see that, and he was ready because you know, so, you know, as an athlete, it doesn't take long to get your body back to a somewhat. If you were ever, you know, strength, uh, speed type stuff. Obviously, speed is different, but like strength, as you you guys know from being athletes, if you go a little while without lifting, I mean, you shit. We saw it with Gary and the the it's lifting. It's not true. No, but I'm saying it's true. Gary, you you haven't lifted in so long, and you were still able to bench press however much weight for athletes. Correct. It doesn't take long for us to get our strength back that we had at one point once we've had it. So, you know, maybe he maybe he wasn't ready that first week because he hadn't done it forever. But you don't know his background. You don't know what he's been through. So your advice that you offered based on your experience was correct. And I don't think you should ever feel bad about giving that advice because he asked for it. Now, if you what? if he just said, I'm going to start in group one, didn't tell you anything about his riding experience. And then you said, well, I don't know about that because I know I can't do it, so I don't think you'd be able to do it like in your mind when you say that. Then that's when your opinion goes from, you know, unwarranted and uh, being advice to being, hey, I'm putting limitations on you because I don't, I have these limitations. Whereas he asked you for your opinion, and you're giving your advice to him based on your experience. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, I, well, here's the thing though. Here's here here's why it it somewhat bothered me and it still kind of bothers me right now is because there's a, you know, have you ever, you, do you have any tattoos time? Yes, I do. Right. And, and, and with those tattoos, I'm sure you get that, that, that question, does it hurt for people that has never gotten a tattoo? They always say, Hey, does it hurt? And you go, Oh yeah, it does. They go get the tattoo. I'm like, Oh man, you said it hurt. It didn't hurt at all. And you go, well, from my experience, like, and then now they're gauging you off of something that you said that, you know, you don't really necessarily remember it, but you knew that it, it, it anything that you do, it, it, it all revolves around your perspective, how you feel and your experience until it's not. Uh, it kind of goes back to me and Gary. We, we've had this conversation before and uh, time. We've also had this conversation uh, when people that are like serial killers or do something to mess up their life, the first thing that they go to is their friends and say, man, how could you not see this? And you just like, well, to me, he was a great, he was a great friend. Like if Gary was to do something stupid and they was like, bro, why did he, this is your homeboy. He did this, 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 and this. How did you not know this? I, the Gary I know is a great guy. I, I don't, I, I can't speak any ill will on him because Everything that he's shown me has been this, but he does. But this right here shows me something else. And people can't understand how my truth is different from their truth. But yet my truth is null and void because the truth that they experiencing right now is the present truth versus the past truth. It's 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 interesting just how life works. Well, yeah. I mean, right. you see it, you see it all the time in like Netflix movies or these shows where maybe the show starts out where you see this kid walking into a school shooting other kids or something. And you're like, at the beginning, you're like, Oh my God, that's, that's kids terrible. But then throughout the show, they show you like how the kid got bullied, how these guys were, you know, beating him up every week and doing certain things to him. And so once you see that kid's perspective, yeah, you still don't think it's right that he came in and shot the kids, but you understand 
you understand how he got to that point a little bit better as opposed to when you didn't have any of that information, you just look at him as a complete and total, you know, bad guy, you know, whereas once you have that information, you understand a little bit more how he got there. You still don't believe it's right what he did, but you still have a little bit more capacity. You're like, okay, yeah, he, he, he was, you know, getting beat up weekly and he was getting pushed to a point. If that was my kid, I'd have had them stand up to themselves in a different way. But it's just like stuff like that. Like we we don't have all the facts on every situation. And sometimes we judge, you know, based on what we think we know about a person versus what's actually happening. A prime example of that you're talking about show is 13 Reasons Why. Yeah, that's the right. perfect example right. of yeah. you see something happen and you have no idea why. And then they play back and show you exactly what led everything up to how people didn't care and all that's everything that went into it. And then you're like. I understand. I don't agree, but Bro, I understand why. That is that is my number one TV show of all time. Game of Thrones is number two, but Thirteen Reasons Why is the 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 reason why I think I have the way of thinking that I have is because the first season, Thirteen Reasons Why, I was so pissed off and so enraged and mad at people on the show. And then the second season, I was mad at myself for being mad at everybody <laughs> that I was mad at in the first season. So that's when I was like, look, you got to step back and, you know, you have to not necessarily connect, but you have to understand where people are going. Doesn't make it right. Doesn't make it wrong. But an understanding does help. Yeah, I think the worst thing is, like, if somebody gives you their life experiences or something they've experienced in their life and then you downplay it or act like it didn't happen or they were making it up. How are you judging somebody's life experiences? You have, nobody has the right to judge other people's or say they're making something up because it's, because if it fits with whatever's happening, it happened. Like, why are you questioning it? Right. And that's what triggers people because like, how are you going to say that I didn't experience that? I literally lived this experience and you're saying no. Yeah, like that, 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 that's something that's, that you can't do. And that's what comes full circle to the Black History Month uh, stuff being taught. Like we know, as especially as white Americans, we need to be shown what this people group went through and, you know, have come through and come out uh, and can to give some perspective on how there might be some of this still going on today, because, you know, experiences are real people that live them are real and how we get to where we are today we get, it feels like it's been a long it feel like it's been a long process a long time you know but like i said earlier there's still people that experience segregated bathrooms segregated water fountains that are alive and if you're going to think that some of that mentality hasn't been passed down just you know two three generations you're 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 joking yourself you know but I know you got something else you want to talk about. Uh, yeah, this this will be the last one. Uh, we just touch on it because I know we got to go. But I I, I, I really, it's probably going to engage in a whole long conversation. But the question is this. In a healthy relationship, healthy relationship. Save it, it for next week, baby. Can I just, I'll let you ask the question. Save it for next week. Go ahead. Okay, so I, I, I'll ask the question. So in a healthy relationship. Uh, man or woman, woman or man, 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 woman, woman, it does not matter. In a healthy relationship, married or not married, in a healthy relationship, how many times a week, how many times a week is it okay? Or, I mean, how many times a week do you think uh, a in a healthy relationship they should have sex? Well, this sounds like a, this sounds like a newlywed game question. How many times a week should you make whoopee? How many times yeah. a week in a healthy relationship should you have sex? I'm talking about a seven day week. I'm hey, talking about like we're bringing back, sounds like we're bringing back Fifty Shades of Gary. Shades of Gary, hey, indeed. I think what we should do is we should ask the, the uh, D'Angelo, you can ask your wife, I'll ask my significant other, and then we'll have Gary ask his girlfriend. We should all ask our significant others what we think they think the answer is. What do you think, Gary? Does that sound like a good idea? That works, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so so here's the, here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing. What we what what I what I'd love to do time is for you to cut this up, put this as the 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 poll question, and then uh, I you feel love like to end it first. 
we we we'd have to uh no, no no this this is this is fine we we will ask people and then we'll just bring women on uh next week when we do our podcast we'll bring women on and we'll ask them this question because obviously i think it's going to be a little construed with guys like cuz it's all guys in here now and i feel like we would say every day or like to, you know what i'm saying like to get the real perspective from the other side i like it yeah. I like it. I agree. We definitely should have some females on for that. Yeah, females uh, that we're not connected with, though. Like, okay. Yeah, not like, you know, if you want to bring on, like, a sister or aunt or somebody like or that. Or your mom. Or your mom. Or your mom. Not like somebody that you've dated. You know what I'm saying? Because then okay. it's, it's a little sway because, you know, now you got to protect your relationship and all that other stuff. We're not trying to put that on the line. We literally yeah. want to ask people that have no connection with you sexually, none whatsoever, to tell us, you know, what they think. I so, think Gary, you that's you. Should, you, D, you, gotta bring, you, should, you should put this poll question on your uh, Facebook page. There we I'll go. If you, if you, cut, you cut it up, I'll put it up. All right. <laughs> there it is. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys tuning in to another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Be back next week. Same time, same place. We're you. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 